Welcome to Genders, Queers, and Buccaneers, a Black Sales podcast. I'm your host, Andy. And I'm Ronnie. We are here to tell you a story about a Spaniard named Vasquez. Oh, I can't wait to learn what that means. Yeah, that means something. All, I, all the all the black sales girlies just uh, just got excited. Vasquez to me only means the uh, bodyguard from Big City Greens. So uh, limited limited understanding there, but but excited is, to expand. Is he a Spaniard? Uh, I do believe he is. He is. Uh, he, he speaks Spanish. I will say that much. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if uh, the Big City Greens folks are, are Black Sales fans. Ooh, that's, that's a fun little bit. Yeah, we should have one Val Patron on, and just for that one yeah. little question, just, just for that. Yeah, just for that. Uh, who are we, Ronnie? We are uh, the former hosts of Ending Pending. But I guess if you go back further than that, we're the former hosts of a little YouTube channel called Fun Necessary. Uh, and if you go back further than that, we we're just a couple of friends who uh, found each other and said, hey, you seem cool. And then said, hey, well, you seem cool, too. And then we we both said secretly years later, hey, I'm actually uh, super queer. And then said, yeah, yeah, me, too. <laughs> and, uh, me too. And then... Uh, but necessary ending pending, and now we're here. Um, we uh, have been creating stuff for the internet for uh, very many years, and you knock, knock, knocked on my door and said, "Hey, what about this show, Black Sales? What about pirate stuff?" And I said, "I do like pirate stuff, and I do like television shows, and I, I'm happy to take any kind of a, a nautical journey with my very, very good friend Andy." I. Have been making stuff with Ronnie for a very long time. And as Ronnie said, we've been friends for a very long time. And I have been wanting to do very specifically a Black Sales podcast for years now. And I've had other friends, you know, see me tweeting about it and and have been like, oh, like, do you want to, like, I would do that with you. And like the timing's just never been right. Uh, we were doing other projects. I had too much on my plate. I was moving. I was changing jobs. It just never worked out. But uh, also, the one person who I really wanted to do this with was you, Ronnie. So uh, here we are. Uh, the time is now. There's there's no time like the present. We're going to be covering fucking my favorite TV show ever. Uh, and you've never seen it before, which is I just haven't. so fun and exciting that we get to do it and it's your your first time yeah usually on things like this I, i've like at least seen a couple of episodes i've like watched a pilot or i've you know stumbled onto it somehow uh but i mean in the modern age of of streaming if you are not intentionally watching something then you are not seeing it so uh yeah, I, I I am completely other than what you have told me over the years about different aspects of the show, plot points and and characters and things like that. I am uh a brand a brand new uh little baby, little baby Ronnie when it comes to black sails. And honestly, so this, the Treasure oh. Island universe as well. I have I have not read Treasure Island. I have not even seen Treasure Planet. Oh boy, I don't think I realized that. Uh, yeah. Before we get too deep there, let's talk about very briefly. You mentioned that we're queer. 
Uh, Black Sails is a very heavy show. It's going to be dealing a lot with politics, with sexuality, with spirituality. And I, I think just, you know, letting our, our potential listeners know up front what our two perspectives are on, on some of those topics will uh, kind of give them a framework for how we're going to be engaging with the material. Um, so anything you want to say about yourself there, I guess? Yeah, uh, I am uh, a, a bisexual they them. Uh, didn't didn't really come to terms with either of those labels till uh, fairly recently. Um, but um, am am very uh, open about that now. Very excited about that now. And also, uh, you know, I as as a uh, a person who you could say some would say kind of straddling that line of of gay and straight when it comes to bisexual we obviously know there's more nuance to it than that and in a similar uh vein with non-binary it does while those um you know being in either of those identities is not the full story being where i am is not necessarily the middle it is its own destination um but it's still easy to feel like you kind of have one foot in either camp and, and it, it, you don't really a man without a country, so to speak. Um, sure. And, uh, you know, as, as I think about piracy and think about the high seas and someone who is constantly on the run from, from something or, or pursuing something and, and not really having like a place to call home, uh, other than your, you know, very fluid vessel, uh, there, there is something big about that that speaks to me, uh, and, mm-hmm. and my identity. So that is, oh, yeah. that is kind of the perspective that I am coming from. Uh, politics. Oh, um, probably a communist, probably an anarcho communist. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it, uh, very, uh, focused on mutual aid and, and local support and, and, ways that I can uh, be a better neighbor to my community. And uh, that includes literally everyone. Um, Even cops? No, no, certainly not that. No, it doesn't. <laughs> everyone but cops. Okay, Every, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Uh-huh, just uh-huh. wanted to just wanted to check in and see how we felt about that. For sure, yeah. Um, let's share, see. Share me. share about you, Annie. Annie, tell us tell sure. us what 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 you are bringing to the table in this in this conversation and this discussion. Uh, I I I was raised uh, evangelical Baptist. Um, I went to Liberty University. I then went to seminary. Uh, I was a pastor uh briefly um then i came out and it kind of blew up my whole world whole world uh whole world um things things were pretty fucking rough you can hear me talk about that on many other podcasts and i'm sure i'll get into it as uh we talk about black sales and i feel feelings um but yeah, as far as identity, I identify as they, them right now, although that is tricksy and uh, my understanding of my gender and how I relate to gender is ever evolving. Uh, I still identify as gay. I, I've been with uh, many women uh, 
not in like a weird braggy, but that sounds so weird and braggy. Um, <laughs> but just, it, j- just like it is sexuality is so weird and like you can sexuality is complicated, but I still identify as mm-hmm. male attracted. The like percentage of women that I find myself attracted to is uh, so small that it's just the label I identify with is gay, even though I have, you know, been with some very awesome women who are great. Um, I'm not a douchebag. That sounded douchey. Um, <laughs> although, some, you know, maybe sometimes I am a douchebag. Maybe, you know, who there's knows? there's a douchebag in all of us. Um, have fun with editing any of that. Um, <laughs> politically I, speaking... Oh, I think okay. I think with all of these things that we're trying to do, we are we are trying to put labels on ourselves in a way that is not always our comfort spot. We we, yeah. we, are, we are in a, a constantly fluid space as far as some of these labels go, and we are putting labels there to help you understand a bit of where we are and where we are approaching this media from. But you don't. If, if, none of this is if, none of this spends. Like you can't you can't cash this check forever. If if I'm talking to a fellow faggot. Uh, I'll sure. just be like, oh yeah, I'm queer. And they're yes. like, yeah, I'm queer. And like, like it, it, it's done. Conversation right, over. Right. When I'm talking to like a straight person, mm-hmm. uh, when I'm talking to a straight person <laughs> and they're like, oh, like, like what sort of, uh, I, I, I'm getting a limp wristed vibe from you. What's your deal? And I can tell that they're like fishing for like answers. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'll, I'll just be like, oh, I'm gay. And yeah. like, that's, that's just so much easier than trying to get into everything else. Yeah. Um, Anywho, uh, politically speaking, um, I don't know as much about politics as you, Ronnie. Like, sure. you are one of the people who are, like, so well-read, and you know how to explain shit in a way that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And you're, uh, you're extremely empathetic, which I think, like, is the right foot to lead with when, mm-hmm. like, talking about policy is, like, how is this going to affect people? and. Sure. Who are the people most affected by this issue, and we should be putting their needs first? Um, so you're someone who I, I, I deeply respect politically speaking, and when Thank I you. know I don't fully understand something, uh, I have on occasion reached out to you and been like, "Ronnie, make this make sense." <laughs> um, all that is to say that uh, I am definitely I'm I'm leaning more and more towards anarchy. Um, I'm definitely mm-hmm. a communist. Sure. Um, I think our institutions are, like, all completely fucked except for, like, the library and maybe the fire department. So, mm-hmm. like, maybe take them all apart and start <laughs> start again because uh, this whole 1776 shit is not working out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I do not love the police either. Um, sure. Broadly speaking, I think you could probably just uh classify us both in the camp of leftist um and and learning and 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 trying to to you know be better allies to the community i said where i went to school sure yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. good education yeah yeah Yeah, doing my best here i think there's a lot of people on online tiktok twitter who can just say i'm a leftist brush their hands off and move on with their life uh we are we are still growing still learning um, and trying to be a better ally to the communities that we uh, want so much to fight for and to 
create a better uh, space for in our communities and, and writ large. So, um, again, the the labels are helpful, but it's all it's all kind of amorphous. Don't hold our feet to the fire on this in 10 years. Um, uh, so we were talking about how you have not experienced Treasure Island at all, period. At all. And, uh, and you have, have not even, experienced Black Cells at all. At, you have even encouraged me to check out uh, Muppet Treasure Island uh, several years ago, and I thought that would be great. And uh, my my children had kind of put a, a a a stake in the ground at that time of no no live action Muppets. Um, oh wow! Yeah, they were big on the cartoon Muppets, which was which was enough to keep them, you know excited about it and i haven't they they are they are past that um we we've done the muppet christmas carol and all i just haven't like revisited the the tim curry of it all so yeah i am i am like a a absolute new newborn haven't even opened my eyes yet just my, my hair is matted and wet baby uh just doctor just spanked me to make sure i was still breathing uh baby about the whole world of this. So I grew up renting Swiss Family Robinson, mm. Kidnapped, and Treasure Island, uh, different like live action movies from the library at a young age. Loved Pirates. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of forgot about Pirates for a while. The Pirate of the Caribbean movies came out and that like mm. reignited my excitement. I'm 32, so... I was like at a good age for that first movie to come mm-hmm. out and like it take over my brain. Uh, I then like read a bunch of pirate books, loved, loved pirates, uh, kind of forgot about it for a while in like high school and, and stuff again. And then uh, I started LARPing and at LARP, I played a pirate captain and I had a group of uh, five friends originally. And then we added some more people, but they played my crew. And we had, like, a full-ass crew at this pirate LARP. Or, it was not a pirate LARP. We were just at this LARP playing pirates. I think if y'all were playing pirates in the yeah. pirate LARP, you have dominated the thing yeah. and made it a pirate LARP. Yeah, we have we have turned it... We have we have stolen this LARP, and it is now a pirate LARP. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing that game with uh, my boyfriend, who's now my husband, and he was my first mate. Um, and we, we were bird themed pirates and you know, my character's Captain Albatross, the night harrier and everyone, mm. you know, played a bird and those like original five friends are still like some of my closest friends. Um, uh, we were in each other's weddings and shit. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, we still play D and D weekly. Uh, so like, I love that pirate crew with all my heart. Um, Around the time where I had come out of the closet and, like, shit got really bad, black sales was blowing up. I remember I was at New York Comic Con, I think in 2017, and it was, like, black sales was everywhere. And I was like, this show looks cool. I don't know shit about it. And I don't have stars. I'm never going to get to see it. Mm. Whatever. Um... But I, I, I distinctly remember being like, oh, Game of Thrones with boats. That sounds so up my alley. I loved Game of Thrones. I love pirates. Uh, it's a shame I can't watch it anywhere. And then it was streaming on Hulu. And I 
sat Evan and housemate Kim down. We had a housemate for a while, and uh, Evan's my husband. I was like, we got to watch this show. And uh, we watched it, and as soon as the theme started, uh, Bear McCreary's theme song was just like, I'm so in. I'm so here for this shit. Uh, and then realizing, I didn't know going in that it was a Treasure Island prequel. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a second. John Silver, <laughs> Captain Flint, like, but there are, like, historical pirates here, too, like Charles Vane and Jack Rackham and, and Bob, like, what is going on here? And... Uh, like slowly putting the puzzle pieces together that like, oh, it's historical fiction, but it's also a Treasure Island prequel. Uh, like, I'm so fucking there. Uh, so I got hooked immediately. I've rewatched the show all the way through, I think three times. And then I have watched like favorite episodes here or there, or watched a bunch of episodes like getting a friend hooked, but then didn't finish, you know, mm-hmm. the, the watch through, what have you. Mm-hmm. So I've seen the show a lot. Um, yeah. I'm very, very into this shit. Oh, um, around two years ago, three years ago, I got into a tabletop game called uh, Blood and Plunder, which is a historical miniatures game. I'm, like, very big in that community. Um, but that reignited my love for, like, history of the Age of Sail, Age of Exploration, you know, 1600s, 1700s. Um, up through, like, the golden age of piracy in the 1730s. Uh, so I've been, like, the past few years not just loving Black Sails and re-watching Black Sails constantly, but also doing a lot of reading about uh, the actual history of that time period and these larger-than-life characters and um, what we know about them and stuff. So uh, I wouldn't say I'm an expert, because that word has a lot of weight, but uh, I, I would say that I'm as close to an amateur expert as as one can be who reads a ton of history books in their free time on the sure. subject. Yeah, I um so, so so like I said, I have no uh, Treasure Island cinematic universe uh, experience. I do love pirates, though. Uh, yeah. My my family and I went on a trip to the Caribbean. Um, some point when I was young and we went to like a rum distillery and it was like a rum distillery slash pirate museum. And they had these pirates statues everywhere of, of, of all these famous historical pirates. And I was like enamored, bought a book while I was there that had like a bunch of historical pirates. Um, and I, I, again, definitely not an expert incredibly limited scope but i really uh devoured that book and devoured uh learning so much about all of all of these pirates who like it didn't didn't all stick with me over the years but like uh william kidd and bonnie henry morgan uh uh like these are some of the names that like really I latched onto and like kind of recognized from pop culture. Um, Calico Jack, like a, a lot of, a lot of these famous historical pirates that I like, it, it all intersects at all. Like these people knew each other. These people were like around the same, uh, some of them different eras, but like the, you, you know, the same sea for sure. Do um, you have a favorite pirate? I really like, uh, Captain Kidd. I really like William nice. Kidd. Yeah. Uh, my my like 
primary pirate thing is uh, in Wildwood, New Jersey. Every year, uh, I go to Captain Kids Weekend. I've been doing it since I was a kid. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. and You've told me about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You you go and the kids dig up treasure chests on the beach and everyone dresses like a pirate and and there's like raffles and stuff like that. It's it's like a big, a big deal. And... uh, it it was years and years later, kind of kind of similar to like you finding black sails and realizing it like had all these attachments that like connected to your childhood experiences. It was years later that I learned the like history and lore of Captain Kid, and I was like, oh, that wasn't just like uh, bullshit kid stuff. Like that was that was stuff that like yeah, burying treasure is William Kid. That is what mm-hmm. he. Uh, allegedly did and like that that's where that comes from and so like it it created a lot of of uh magic like reinvigorated magic into this thing that was incredibly just nostalgic for me uh and so like as i went through the books and stuff like that he was definitely one that came up and i was like oh this is so it's so cool it's a part of my life and this this old pirate man i think that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I love your connection to, to Captain Kid and mm-hmm. how, like, you're able to take your kids to it now, yeah. which yep. is really, really cool. Uh, my favorite is Black Sam Bellamy. Mm. I am a huge, uh, other than loving pirates, I love Robin Hood. And he was called in the newspapers at the time the Robin Hood of the Seas because mm. uh, he was, like, a gentleman pirate. And uh, he would very, like, frequently, like, give money away just to like poor people and shit. Uh, his, his crew started calling themselves the merry men or Robin hoods men, uh, which I just think is delightful. And, uh, he went out on top. Uh, he went out hole full of treasure, got wiped out in a hurricane. All of the treasure like washed up on a new England beach. And I just like, I love that he didn't hang, you know, like he went out number one top of this mm-hmm. game. Uh, I also love uh, Labuse uh, in Blood and Plunder. I play the French a lot. He's a French pirate who was in the Flying Gang, so he was friends with uh, Edward Teach and Jack Rackham mm-hmm. and like Charles Vane. That whole like crew. They were all pals hanging out together. Yeah. And um, right before they hanged him, he took a cipher and chucked it into the crowd. And he said, "If you solve that cipher, you'll find my treasure." And uh, we have the cipher still, and no one's been able to solve it. And um, either he's a genius, and he has a puzzle that has lasted a really long time, and people still can't figure it out, or he is, like, the first ever troll, and he was mm-hmm. just fucking with people. And I think that's <laughs> delightful also. Um, that's very good. So I, yeah. I, I, like, uh, I like my boy Labuse. Oh, my Very cats cool. just got the zoomies. They're running everywhere. Oh, love that. Love that for them. <laughs> love about that pirates. for me in this audio. So what are we doing here? We, 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 we're queer. We're leftists. We love pirates. And we have a differing uh, exposure to the world sure. of black sails. So what, what, what happens now? What is... What is what is uh, this I, show moving forward? I think we're gonna, you know, take it an episode at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll watch an episode. We'll come back. We'll talk about the episode. I think it'd be fun to have a little section where, like, 
Ronnie predicts what's going to happen next. Mm. Uh, like, I think that could be, like, kind of cute and fun. Yeah. Um, I think we'll, you know, be talking about gender, sexuality, mm-hmm. and politics uh, as we discuss Black Sails. Sure. Um, Black Sails will be kind of the vehicle for those discussions that we're going to mm-hmm. have together. Uh, I think we're going to geek out about cool pirate shit. Mm-hmm. I think what we need to do really quickly is decide what is and isn't a spoiler and how heavy a spoiler podcast this is going to be. Sure. Uh, if you are familiar with our work on Ending Pending, Andy and I don't really care much about spoilers. Um, it, it, the journey of the thing is more important than finding out some clue at the end of it. Um, I, I, I am hesitant to go in too heavy with spoilers because when I went into black sales, I knew nothing. Sure. And I experienced every reveal the way it was intended to be. I didn't know nothing. I knew, I knew treasure Island. So when we met Billy bones, I was like, that kid is going to have a rough fucking day. (laughs) Uh, it's spoilers, not spoilers. Billy bones has a rough day. Mm-hmm. In black sales. Uh, he has a lot of rough days. Um, you know, I knew certain things were going to happen to John Silver. Because um, mm-hmm. he, he has to end a certain way to be ready for Treasure Island. So, like, I went into this knowing certain things. But everything that black sales had to offer was new to me. Sure. Um, in that way, there is... Stuff that I do not consider spoilers in any media. Mm-hmm. And uh, character sexualities, I don't consider that a spoiler. Yeah. So I'm, with you I'm going to reference a certain character sexuality that some Black Sales fans consider a spoiler right now to just get it out of the way. Captain Flint is gay. Or bi. Captain Flint is queer. Sure. Um, Black Sails does not reveal that about Flint up front. Black Sails has tons of clues that once you know that and you go back and watch it, you're like, oh my God, everything makes sense. And Mm. like Flint is this extremely driven character from the get go. And when you find out why, when you find out that Flint's whole backstory, you're like, oh, no wonder he is the way he is. Like no wonder he is trying to burn the world, like, it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. So some black sales fans will yell at anyone who talks about Flint being queer because they're like, that's a big spoiler, and you mm-hmm. shouldn't ruin that for people. However, on the flip side, whether intentionally or not, what that does is that puts Flint back in the closet in a way that, like, metatextually mm-hmm. feels kind of shitty. And two, there are so few well-written gay characters. And when I say gay, I don't just mean queer. I mean, like, a man who is attracted to another man. I'm not going to say MLM, because that means something else, <laughs> and I don't I don't like that that is what the kids are calling it now to differentiate. I'm not using gay in the umbrella term. When I, like, specifically gay male characters. There's so few of them out there that are, like, written well and get to be cool and tough and badass and, like, masculine. Mm-hmm that I think Flint is, like, this really important character. And to tell, like, gay men you can't, 
you can't talk about Flint being gay because you're going to spoil it for potential viewers. It's like, one, the show's old enough now that if people haven't seen it already, it might not be on their radar unless they know that there's a cool, badass gay pirate in right. it. One. Two, like... No one's doing that to the Our Flag Means Death kids. Yeah. Like, like that. that is a <laughs> twist in that show. And, like, no one... No one's throwing up their hands, freaking the fuck out about it. And, like, sure, the reveal in that show maybe is not as, like, mind-breakingly fucking crazy as the how well it's handled in Black Sails. Mm-hmm. But, like, we're going to talk about it. From, sure. the, from the jump, we're talking about that. Yep. Um, I think... I kind of think you should watch Treasure Island before we dive into this. Yeah? Like, like a version. Okay. Um, that's your call, but, uh, I think, I think going into this, if we talk about shit that is canon in Treasure Island, we can say that's not a spoiler. Okay. For Black Sails. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then anything for, for the Black Sails listeners who are like, we're not going to talk about the clock and every Black Sails listener knows what I mean when I say the clock. Um, we're not going to talk about that because that is that is a spoiler for Black Sails. It's the clock. Um, it's the clock and the crocodile. That uh, yeah, exactly that. that. Yep, the, the, the Peter Pan crocodile is yeah, in this. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I would assume no, no, no. so. It's it's yeah. like it's it's like uh, what's that that Disney show? Um, uh, Once upon a time, but for pirates. Yeah, like every everyone st- stop stops by the walrus. Um, and I think I think talking about like history is not a spoiler. Sure. So Blackbeard historically dies off the coast of Virginia in a battle with Lieutenant Maynard and he gets his head chopped off. That that happened in real life uh hundreds of years ago. Bringing that up is not a spoiler. Mm. Um Charles Vane gets executed. Not a spoiler. Mm. Uh, Jack Rackham, and Bonnie, Mary Reed, slash Mark Reed, uh, they get boarded and arrested, and Jack hangs. You know, that's not a spoiler. Whether or not that's going to happen in Black Sails, we, you know, we're not going to reveal that. Sure. But going into this referencing history as we watch the show, talking about the fates of these characters, and, you know, maybe if you want to speculate, Ronnie, about like, oh, mm-hmm. well, like, I know this happens to... Charles Vane in real life. I wonder if Black Sails will do that. Sure. You know, that's. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything specifically related only to Black Sails canon. You know, maybe maybe we won't spoil big twists. We'll talk about character sexualities uh, early. But sure. yep. does that sound fair? That I sounds think that's good to probably me. pretty s- solid way to navigate this. Yeah, yeah. I. I, His- I I guess I, I I led this off by saying I don't care about spoilers. Uh, I guess I that's kind of I'm kind of a hypocrite in that way because I as we were talking about it, I was like oh are you going to spoil Black Sails for me I don't want you to spoil Black Sails for me <laughs> yeah not for you <laughs> um, so yeah I, I think taking it yeah. a little lighter on spoilers is a good move oh. yeah oh every every episode we we watch together as we watch it we are fully going to spoil the shit yes. out of that sure sure yeah. sure yeah 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 um. But just Which we will general, always address, and we will yeah. always, you know, make sure yeah. people know that at the top of the episode. But yeah, but but in general, as we talk about 
historical fact and these characters and we yeah. maybe wonder what will happen to them in the show i think referencing what happens in history is not a spoiler for black sales mm-hmm. and i think referencing where they are at the start of treasure island is not sure a spoiler yeah um i will say that it, for this podcast i reread treasure island in a weekend i had a weekend to kill and i was like i haven't read this since i was like nine mm-hmm. so i'm gonna read it really quick um Way more political than I remembered. Hmm. And um, there is shit in there that is in Black Sails, but was like, and is addressed in Black Sails, but was never in any version of Treasure Island I watched growing up. Hmm. So I will say, I think referencing what we know about Treasure Island from popular portrayals is going to be a little different than what is actually in the book sure uh and i probably will not mention anything that's in the book okay uh that i would consider a black sale spoiler gotcha Ooh, i love these caveats i love all these caveats yeah. to will or will yeah. we not spoil this show yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. into it into it um, but I, i'm gonna assume that everyone's seen either muppet treasure island or treasure planet or uh like the old that old vhs i grew up watching um, Everyone but Ronnie. Team, Everybody yeah. but Ronnie. Um, I I know that there is uh, a bit of uh, controversial material. Controversial material feels like the wrong way to put that. But the first three episodes you have told me of Black Sails are rough. Is that something we want to discuss up front? Or... Um... Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that. If you have never seen Black Cells and you're thinking about watching along with us, um, something that I always tell my friends when I'm like, you need to watch this show, but there is a subplot including sexual violence that is kind of rough within the first three episodes. Um, And it... I've had... You know, very specifically, friends who are women who are like, I love how it ends. Like, it, it it's rough to watch, but then, like, the ending, like, made it worth it. And I have friends who are like, yeah, I was put off the show, and I, like, didn't watch past mm-hmm. that. And it's, like, both, I think, are valid um, reactions to have uh, on that topic in any sort of media. It feels very much to me, like, Black Sails is such a different show episode four onward that it feels to me like they were pushed to add certain things in those early episodes or they felt like they had to add it just to like get the show green lit. Mm-hmm. Um, which like either, either situation is not great. And I don't have any like behind the scenes information about like why it feels like a different show in those first three episodes than it does the rest of the show. But mm-hmm. Going into it, if you're planning on watching along with us and you haven't seen this show before, um, you know, like, be aware of that. Take care of yourself. Um, If you just, like, want to read a synopsis of the first three episodes uh, and then pick up with episode four, you could do that. If you just want to skip those scenes, um, they're all scenes involving uh, a character named Max, who is a show-created character and, like, and Bonnie and uh, Mariah Guthrie. So, like, if you see those characters on the screen and shit's getting, you know, rough, fast forward a bit, skip those scenes, 
finish the episodes. Um, Maybe that's yeah, something we could even produce uh, as like a bonus episode of this show is kind of a synopsis of those three episodes for someone who wants to watch along but really doesn't want to uh, engage with that Deal kind with of thing. that topic, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I would be shocked if other Black Sails fans did not have time codes just sure. to skip. Yeah, uh, I would be shocked if those time codes weren't already out there somewhere. Right. But, um, yeah, be aware of that. And I will say that, uh, to my memory, as someone who has watched this show a fuck ton, um, there is not any major sexual violence, uh, that I can remember as of recording this right now, uh, outside of that shit in season one. So, uh, it becomes a much less, prevalent uh issue um there are of course cases uh that are a little more nebulous on the full nature of you know what are these characters thinking in that moment you know where maybe consent is nebulous or or not an ideal scenario but um the heavy-handed nature in in early black sales uh with that one subplot is uh dropped Mm -hmm. uh later for sure it is not a Game of Thrones situation where it's just like so much sexual violence every season. Sure. It's not like that. Sure. Um, with that being said, uh, I'm super excited for the show. I'm super excited to, yeah! to dive in with you and, and, and to learn more about all these characters that I've seen you cosplay and uh, have seen <laughs> you send gifts of to everybody. And uh, yeah, I I mean, I just... I love pirates, and I'm very excited to to make this kind of a part of my 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 uh, cultural touchstone. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're gonna fucking love the show, Ronnie. I'm really excited to watch it with you. I'm really excited to talk about it with you. Uh, to the people listening, uh, if you're from like Black Sales Twitter, uh, hi, what's up? Uh, <laughs> I, I love you. Um, let's let's go on this journey together, y'all. Mm-hmm. And um, everyone follow uh, everyone on Black Cells Twitter. Black Cells Twitter fucking rules. Um, but yeah, let's. I guess it's, Twitter kind of sucks now. Maybe everyone's going over to Instagram. I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know. Um, but yeah, super excited. Thanks for thanks for coming along with us. Any listeners yeah. out there? And thank you, Andy, for for inviting me aboard aboard the the ship. What uh? How are we signing off this podcast? Um. Yeah. I. I I'll default to you. I think because I don't. I don't know shit about shit. When it we're comes gonna. To we're it. gonna figure out it. We're gonna figure out a. We're gonna figure off. it out. Yeah. Uh, we, this, Ronnie. Ronnie. Edit. 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 Whatever yeah, you need this, to. Yeah. None of this. None of this happened. Listenable. <laughs> yeah. But uh, guys, we don't have a sign out yet. We're gonna figure something out. Um, get back to us. Yeah. Uh, for for Andy, I'm Ronnie, and. A vast Black Cells is good. <laughs> Watch Black Cells. Watch Black Cells. I'm going to well, do it. It was on Hulu. It was on Hulu. It was great. It's not on there anymore, but go watch it. And now for your listening pleasure, here is the theme to Genders, Queers, and Buccaneers by yours truly, Ronnie. Uh, this piece is called The Spark of the Sea. Enjoy, everyone. Thank you.
Let me tell you a story about a Spaniard named Vasquez. 